أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم. I seek refuge in Allah from Satan, the rejected one. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم. In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful. The most beautiful names belong to Allah, so call on Him by them, but shun such men as use profanity in His names. For what they do, they will soon be requited. <laughs> Say, call upon Allah or call upon Ar-Rahman. By whatever name you call upon Him, it is well. For to Him belong the most beautiful names. Neither speak your prayer aloud, nor speak it in a low tone, but seek a middle course between. Allah, there is no God but He, to Him belong the most beautiful names. Allah is He, than whom there is no other God, who knows all things, both secret and open. He, most gracious, most merciful. Jab
Allah is He, than whom there is no other God, the Sovereign, the Holy One, the source of peace and perfection, the guardian of faith, the preserver of safety, the exalted in might, the irresistible, the supreme. Glory to Allah, high is He above the partners they attribute to Him. He is Allah, the Creator, the Evolver, the Bestower of forms or colors. To Him belong the most beautiful names. Whatever is in the heavens and on earth does declare His praises and glory. And He is the Exalted in Might, the Wise. A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitanir Rajeem Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen والصلاه والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه ومن ولا السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته to all the listeners on the voice of the cape and welcome to this morning session on the asmaul husna the 99 most beautiful names of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we engaged the sifa al ali in our previous session and ended off with um some kind of connection that exists between Allah Ta'ala's Al-Ali, the one who is lofty and high, and who grants this exalted nature to uh, to the believers, addressing believers often in the Qur'an as, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, those who are of faith, those who possess iman, are known as mu'mineen. And what connection exists exactly? Now, to understand the connection between Al-Ali and the believer, we have to go through a bit of, not history in detail, but a, a look back at the life of the Prophet and what he stands for, because he no doubt symbolizes the perfection of belief of a mu'min. Now, if one looks in Sahih Bukhari, in the book of funerals, the janazah, then there's a, a stark and uh, a striking hadith which represents a universal message, not a limited message to a select few, but a message of a funeral passing by, and the Prophet ﷺ standing up for this funeral. And his Sahaba then informing him, O Prophet of Allah, are you not aware that they are carrying a Jew in the beer? That's a Jew you are standing up for? Now what is his response? And this is what we need to connect with, how he responded to things. He responded to them by saying, Alaysat nafsahu, is that, not a, is that not a soul? Do you not see a soul? This is what, what we need to connect with. That 
there is a ruh in every human being and that ruh is what makes the human being sacred regardless of what we think of other people we shackle ourselves and become limited with our limited nature of of looking seeing the human being to uh, regarding exactly the composition of a human being body and soul and that is why the iblis is cursed because he refused to acknowledge the sanctity of the soul and he saw just clay and dust and he refused to bow down because he thought himself as fire greater than the clay but he missed the essence which is the ruh now how much of these core universal attributes have we internalized or even started to imbibe these core universals because they are just that they are universal principles by universal we mean every single religion holds these principles sacred that a human being is sacred because of the soul it bears we can continue to focus on the length of our beards and deem a person as 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 pious because of their beards look at our scarfs and judge people because they have a smaller scarf or mine is better and you may feel more pious than a person because of your scarf but judging people um due to our limitations we find faults in people we tend to forget what is within that person that they bear a ruh and that they are sacred why that why are they sacred and why are human beings sacred across the board because they are of the makhluqat of allah ta'ala they are of the creation of allah ta'ala and this is this is elevation allah ta'ala is as honored the the creation of adam the, the offspring of adam and that is by the text of the quran where allah ta'ala says wa laqad karramna bani adam we have made sanctified and we have honored the children of adam alayhi salam now how can one grow and experience this as the we say in in technical terms the bust the expansion of the heart if we imprison ourselves with our own bad thoughts of another person we wish to be elevated by al ali but we cannot be elevated if we refuse to allow others to the chance to be elevated and we down people and seek out their faults how far are we then from the understanding of rahmatan wasi'ah that allah ta'ala is an all encompassing wide rahma that even for example if you find a person drinking wine and you look down upon this person and you feel in your heart this person is doomed to the fire of hell yet when you leave this person that person's heart burns with remorse and leads that person to such a sincere tauba that drives that person towards the gates of paradise while you imprison yourself with your own evil thoughts of somebody else who probably ascended past you because allah ta'ala is the one who elevates and the result is that you have shackled yourself with your own suadhan bad thoughts of another person so don't imprison yourself have we connected with the spirit of this deen this revelation which is a spiritual rahma which was sent down to produce vehicles of transformation it was not sent to produce saints the next day and if we connect with it we will experience what we call wilaya sainthood experience a bit of what the arifin the gnostics experienced we will then move from mere theoretical knowledge to experiential knowledge what does that this mean it means that theoretical knowledge is that you place an apple before you you get 10 professors to scientists to check out the texture the measure the color the smell the dimensions the length the breadth 
but you have no idea what that apple tastes like. Why? Because you have never tasted the apple. It means that you can read a hundred books about generosity, but you will never talk from experience, experiential knowledge, unless you part with that which you love and worked hard for, unless you share and become generous. Theory is different than practice. Theory is the door, but practice is ultimately what we call experiential knowledge. Then you speak from the depths of generosity. Then you have been elevated by Al-Ali and not just someone who read a text. Now this experiential knowledge is the, one of these, it's the station, it's the fruits of wilaya. It's what the, it's the bliss of those in proximity to Allah Ta'ala. For the beginners, it's all about miracles and seeing through walls and magic and things. But don't get lost in that, else we may never get out of it and end up missing the point completely. As for those of the Ahlul Hakika of realization, to them a wilaya or sainthood is being invested, that Allah Ta'ala invests in you and plants firmly in you a compassionate heart. A, a, a person of good manners, a decent human being who fears his master, Al-Ali, who is far higher above him and at the same time respects the creation in absolute terms. And we mentioned that Ali, Al-Ali is the opposite of lowliness, which indicates that Allah Ta'ala is the most exalted and the supreme in both his essence and in his attributes. And Allah Ta'ala has, has, is so generous with His giving, with His elevating, that He has mentioned to us many paths in becoming elevated. And one of these is, for example, reading of the Qur'an with understanding. And every letter that one reads, one has raised a rank in reward. Not one rank, but ten rewards per letter. And this is how we ascend if we connect with the spirit of this Qur'an. Another way is sending salawat and the Prophet And no one should allow another person to tell them that you are praising the Prophet too much or don't send salawat on the Prophet. Because people like this have missed the point that Allah Ta'ala has exalted the Prophet and elevated him وسلم, so much that the name of Allah is never mentioned um, in the Kalima except that the Prophet's name is mentioned beside him. In the Adhan the Prophet's name is mentioned beside him. In our Salah, our Tashahud is not complete unless we send salawat on the Prophet And therefore we find a hadith indicating that one who sends one salawat upon me وسلم, said the Prophet will receive ten rewards, will have ten sins removed from them and will be raised ten darajat. And this is the path of this elevation, the beauty of this deen, that it is only there to raise us and exalt us in the in the most sublime, in the most beautiful ways. But we need to connect, we need to connect with this deen, this universal message that came for all of mankind and not for a limited group as the previous prophets came with messages just for their groups. But this message came for the entire created order. And we are the bearers, those responsible for ensuring that every single human being hears the message and are allowed and permitted in. We are both Khalifa and Abd. And Khalifa means we are emissaries. We are not messengers, but we are the ambassadors, the recipients um, and Khalifa and have to establish this earth. But at the same time, we are servants of Odiyah, we are Abd. And it is when we forget that we are servants Abd that we become tyrants. And it is when we forget that we are 
also Khalifa that we can become disgraced and debased. And therefore, uh, uh, one of our traits, our defining traits as Muslims, is to find that wasatiyah, that balance. For Allah Ta'ala has told us in the Quran, وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَاكُمْ أُمَّةً وَسَطَىٰ And we have made you a just, balanced ummah. One, an ummah that is elevated only through Allah Ta'ala as Al-Ali. In our next session, insha'Allah Ta'ala, we end off with this sifa, Al-Ali, and we expand a bit on it, more relating to Allah Ta'ala and how it uh, relates to, to us as Muslims, and especially uh, centrally to Tawheed. Wasallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa barik wa sallim, walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, that was the voice of Sheikh Ali Halfi explaining to us the Sifa Al-Ali part 2.